Hello everyone, I'm Dr. Divya Kanan and welcome to episode 3 of this podcast where today I explore an interesting aspect of our minds and our behavior which is the pursuit of people-pleasing. Now this is a personal topic for me because I think like many of us I do feel this pressure to please others or say yes to a request or go out of my way sometimes to do things for others um, and sometimes I do overcommit. And it's this instant reaction of, yes, I'll do it. And a lot of the times I feel really good about it because isn't it nice to be there for others? But there are also times when I find myself asking, well, why did you really say yes to that? And did you really mean to? And it's in these moments where I wished that I had just stopped to evaluate the request that was in front of me before agreeing to it. So I want to talk a little bit about the psychology behind people-pleasing and you know what this behavior is all about. Now the word people-pleasing in a lot of the pop psychology articles that we read tends to receive a rather negative evaluation and it's often associated with being a pushover or not having healthy self-esteem or having deep insecurities about yourself. But I find it useful to think about people-pleasing as an approval and acceptance motivated behavior, which happens very commonly in all of our relationships. So in a simplistic bottom line kind of way, we want others to like us and be happy with us because it makes us feel good about ourselves. And we don't want to upset others or make them displeased with us because that doesn't make us feel good. Now, sometimes we also engage in people-pleasing because maybe we want a desired outcome and we feel this would be an effective way to get it. For example, let's say you're going on a date and it's your first date with somebody and you're eager to show your date that you have similar interests. Uh, You might say, hey, you know what, I like cricket too, even though you really don't. But in that moment, uh, you may see an opportunity to connect or you fear that not being interested in something the other person really values might create a disconnect. And maybe you really want this date to lead to a second date, so you focus on that approval and making a connection through people-pleasing. So these are harmless moments, right? Nothing wrong with a little lie to gain approval or to be seen in a certain way. But a little later in the episode, we'll get to the cost sometimes of doing this. Now, if you start to think more deeply about all the ways in which you engage in people-pleasing, where you said or did something that you didn't want to do or say, it may have cost you time, resources that you didn't have, or may have been against your values or beliefs, but you still went ahead. And I think one of the main reasons we do this is that it's easier to manage the discomfort caused by saying yes than have to deal with the discomfort that's caused by saying no. So for example, when I overcommit, I can privately manage my discomfort and maybe gain acceptance and approval at the same time. But when I say no, I become exposed and vulnerable and the other person may think badly of me and I may not get that acceptance. So people who engage in a lot of people-pleasing behavior largely feel that it's an effective way to get their emotional needs met. And the reasons might be many. It may be to make someone else comfortable or happy. Uh, It may be to feel like you belong in a group or a social circle uh, for that approval, that acceptance. It may help you feel loved or cared for. 
And a lot of times we want to be perceived as a nice or agreeable person. So the social and interpersonal value to people pleasing is extremely high, which is why we do it so much. So the thought of having disappointed someone else and having them be displeased with us, I think is a daunting thought. And I find that even when we do say no to a request or are candid about our opinion, even if we don't know if the other person will like it, we do carry a lot of stress in our minds around those moments. That response of having said no, it lingers on in our mind for some time. And before we know it, we're asking ourselves, should I have really said that? Maybe I should make an exception here. Or will my relationship now suffer because I said no? And we start to overthink. And we may also start to feel a sense of guilt over not having said yes or over not having been that agreeable, nice person. So when our behavior is driven by things like approval or, or status or connection, success, uh, then that behavior assumes a lot of importance in our lives. Uh, there was one time I remember I'd worked with a young woman who was you know, quite prone to people-pleasing and she had some insight that it wasn't always working for her and it was impacting her health. So she decided to explore this in, in therapy. And through our exploration, I learned that she had moved to a new city. She had to make new friends. And her new friends uh, you know, were using drugs recreationally and they drank heavily. So in a month or so, she was also doing the same because it helped her feel like she really belonged to this group of people and these were her people. But on a personal level, she started to feel quite lost about who she was, what she believed in, and started to feel like an unrecognizable version of herself. And her family noticed this change too. And there were times she would drive her friends home when she was intoxicated just to be perceived as the new nice girl in the group, even though it came at such a high personal cost. So in instances like these, People-pleasing can become really unhealthy and even dangerous and it can block us from being authentic in our relationships and honest with ourselves. Now we may not consciously be aware about the motives that drive our need to please others but if you look at one of the most popular theories about human motivation and what motivates our survival, also called a Maslow's hierarchy of needs, we have our most basic survival needs, which is uh, making sure we have food, shelter, roof above our heads. But as we go further up in this hierarchy, we have interpersonal needs, which is our needs for love, acceptance, belonging, status and recognition, and connection with others. Now, other points of view in psychology, such as a more psychodynamic view, might say that we start to observe people-pleasing behavior in infants and toddlers and young children. And we understand that this is a very essential part of healthy human development. Children have a need to be seen, to be noticed, to be paid attention to, to be loved and have their emotions and needs taken seriously. And the way in which these needs are met are largely thought to determine what we call self-esteem today and healthy psychological development. Now there's a lot of research to say that when this environment was not available to a child, they might start to seek out approval and acceptance in other ways as a way to make up for what might have been missed at that early stage of development in their lives. But the overall idea here is that at our core, we all have needs for love, for approval, for belongingness and for care, 
we engage in relationships where we do recognize that others in our lives have these needs also, including our parents, our siblings, our spouses, families. We do for each other. We do things for each other. And that's a big part of what makes relationships successful. But the trick here is to recognize when you're at that line of pleasing others and displeasing yourself, that personal cost of making others happy or gaining acceptance. And to truly believe that at least in some situations, maybe not all, but you can have positive and healthy relationships by also being authentic about your own needs and your own beliefs. So to begin to deconstruct and understand the people pleaser in you, First, you can start to pay attention to when are you driven by the need to please others? Is it with a select few people in your life or does this behavior happen with everybody in your life? Second, I think it's important to pay attention to the quality and outcome of pleasing others. For example, if you find that people pleasing doesn't meet your emotional needs, even when you're trying really hard, that it doesn't actually get you the outcome you're seeking, or that you even feel angry and resentful for having gone out of your way because it's not reciprocated in the way you expect, then this is a sign for you to do something different about how you interact with the people in your life. So I'd encourage you to take a few minutes now and list out some of the situations you encountered where you might have done something to win somebody's favor or gain acceptance or love from another person. And in this list, write down if you wished you had taken a different course of action or if you were happy with the action you took. And if you were happy, ask yourself why, what did you gain from it? And if you wished you had taken a different path, ask yourself what would you have liked to have done instead? And actively imagine yourself making that different choice now if a similar situation were to come up again. Why would it be healthy for you to make a different choice and how would you deal with the discomfort of having made that choice? So as we close today's episode, my hope is that you have learned a little bit more about what it means for you personally when you engage in people-pleasing. And don't forget to stop, pause and allow yourself time to reflect on whether you really want to do something before that automatic yes comes out. Being true to yourself when confronted with the urge to people please is a lot harder to do and put into action, but it may actually feel quite rewarding even if that reward doesn't show up immediately. I think those who are high on the scale of people pleasing, they often feel that saying yes will make a big difference to a relationship. But sometimes saying no can have an equally meaningful difference to what you learn about yourself and your relationships. And lastly, ask yourself if the gains from people-pleasing are making that meaningful impact on your relationships. And don't forget to ask yourself the personal cost as well. So as we come to the end of this episode, a big thank you for listening in today. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode. So please share them and write to me on Instagram. And I will be back soon with episode four. And Hope you all have a healthy and safe week ahead of you and are taking good care of yourselves.